Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details baseball game is over it's time for the gene wagner plumbing baseball postgame show presented by jim dandies on south 27th street in oak creek with the franchise tim allen on 1250 a.m the fan unfortunately the franchise could not be here on opening day i know he wasn't happy about that i know you're not happy about that and i know you're not happy about a 5-4 loss to the hated chicago cubs down at wrigley field i am rami makloff in for tim allen under the weather Unfortunately, on opening day, we do expect the franchise to check in at some point between now and 6 o'clock. We also expect to hear from Craig Council, maybe a couple of other people down from that Brewers clubhouse at Wrigley Field after the loss today. And, of course, we want to hear from you throughout the remainder of the afternoon at 414-799-1250, or you can tweet the show at 1250-AM-THE-FAN and your reaction to a 5-4 loss to the Chicago Cubs on opening day of the 2022 championship season for your Milwaukee Brewers, as uh, Tim Allen would would say, and have you believe, and I got Sam Schmitz on the other side of the glass, and Sam, it is, now this is a bad Cubs team, and the Brewers beat up on them last year and and made hay in, in the NL Central standings by doing so, and I think they will again this year, but as far as today's game goes and the script and the way that this thing went down, it's something that Brewers fans have seen before. It's a story they're familiar with before. You talked about it on the phone with me before this game really even started, and that is Kyle Hendricks, man. The guy is just a Brewers killer, and he goes out there today and gives the Cubs five-plus innings, one run on five hits while striking out seven and walking three. This was classic Kyle Hendricks versus the Brewers, and he's done it to him before on opening day even. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to overreact to this game. It's game one, right. 162. Absolutely. I see we already got comments saying the season's over, same old <laughs> Brewers, uh, lack of hitting with runners in scoring position. But honestly, like, I think uh, Brewers fans last year would probably would have taken a game like this, even if we lost. I mean, 10 hits, four runs, that's kind of a rare. What that, didn't really happen off, that often last year. So. That is actually a really good day for this Brewers offense. Right. I mean, nobody's going to complain about this if we win the series against the Cubs, so I'm not too worried. Kyle Hendricks is a brewer killer. It is what it is. 414-799-1250, or you can tweet the show at 1250 AM. The fan react to today's 5-4 loss at the hands of the Cubs on opening day here on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show. And you're right, Sam. You're right. that The offense today, probably better than what you saw most days out of the Brewers last year. And I'm not panicking or overreacting either. I will still sit here 
on this day and tell you the Brewers are winning 95, 96 games, running away with the NL Central, and will be in the discussion for the World Series. That That's that's all happening here in this 2022 season. So d- fear not, Brewers fans, after one loss, that that indeed is not the case. But the thought did enter my mind. So this isn't me reacting to today's game, Sam and anybody else out there. But the thought did enter my mind, and I asked. We had so many baseball guests on the show yesterday. We had Tim Allen. We had Dan Plesak. We had Will Salmon. We had Cody Decker. It was a jam-packed baseball show yesterday on the Rami Show, getting you ready for opening day today. And I asked all four of those guys that I just named. I asked all four of them. Do you think we can expect maybe a little bit of regret. I know they're real good. I'm not saying that it was a mirage or fool's gold or, or anything like that when talking about the Brewers starting rotation and, and pitching staff as a whole, really. Starting with Corbin Burns, who went out there today and got the Brewers five innings, three runs on four hits. Control wasn't there. He walked three and struck out only four. But the thought did occur to me before today, before the season started. Can we expect what you saw from Brewers pitching last year again? Is it fair to expect them to be that good and expect them to carry that much of the load? And while, yes, you did get 10 hits and four runs today and compared to last year, again, better than most days for a Brewers offense, but you're going to need four, five, six runs to win baseball games. I would think, I would think, more often than you probably needed that last year. And it maybe is a little bit unfair to expect the pitching to carry the load for this team and to carry the weight and the responsibility of winning as much as you expected it from them last year. They're probably going to need to score more runs to do these things that I expect this team to do and that you probably expect this team to do. They're probably going to need to score more runs than they did last year. Taking your reaction to the Brewers' loss to the Cubs today, 5-4 down at Wrigley Field, 414-799-1250. You can tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan. And also, do you, do you think it's fair to ask the pitching to carry the load as they did last year? 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan. Rami Makhlouf in for Tim Allen on the Gene Wagner baseball, Gene Wagner plumbing baseball postgame show. And there is Tim Allen right there on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. What's up, Timmy? How you feeling, buddy? Uh, I've been better, man. Uh, I'm my sorry heart is that. breaking that I'm not on the air right now. I know it is. I mean, it is. And so I appreciate you uh, doing your thing and <laughs> everything I've gone through, and then we, we choose opening day <laughs> eve to get some sort of stomach bug on top of this long COVID. Is it's that what it is, wonderful... a stomach bug? Yeah. Man, yeah. Timmy can't catch it's... a break. I can't. Just, just can't, can't catch man. a break, man. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I've been slamming water. I'm gonna do everything I can to be on the air tomorrow. You know, at this time, you know, I'm the big selfish Tim. You know that about me, right? And I'll tell. And I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you. Sometimes I'm. I'm. I'm a selfish person. And normally, normally, if Sparky texted me in the morning and was like, "Hey, man." Might need you to host post-game show today. I'd be like, man, what the hell? I was supposed to have a half day. I was going to go and get a drink. You know what I mean? Today, Sparky texted me, hey, might need you to fill in on post-game. Tim isn't feeling good. And my first thought, Tim, was, 
The big selfish's first thought was, oh, man, Timmy's going to miss opening day? That sucks. It wasn't about me. It was about you, Tim. I don't know if that makes you feel yeah. any better, yeah. but it was about no, you. No, it does. I mean, it's, it's you know, the first time in 17 years I've missed this show. Right oh, here. it is, isn't it? The first time you've missed yeah. an opening day. 17 hmm. years. I mean, that's, that's yeah. crazy. You're old, man. There'll be better days. This team should have scored 40 runs today, this Brewers team. They they should have had with the, with the ten hits, three walks, and a hit batter. They should have had forty rather than four. They just didn't come up with the big hit. I believe if my notes were accurate, Rami, uh, they had the leadoff man on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth innings. I wasn't able to watch as closely as you were, Tim, because I was on the air. But I th- I think you're right about that. That's a great sign. That's a good sign and. But Tim, really, I heard you talk talking uh, about the the offense, and they're going to have to score more runs. And I think you're right, number one. But number two, I think they will, because you look at the mix of this thing. The mix was mid to late in the lineup, early on in the game, late in the game. It was Willie with a big double. It was Yelly with a sack fly. You know, McCutcheon was there early. So, I mean, they're they're going to score their fair share of runs. There's no question about it. And, and but it does. You're that go confident. Back you're that confident in that that they're going to score that a bunch of runs. I am, and I want once the season, now the season's off and running. I can say it. I just didn't want to jinx them prior to the season getting underway. Because every time I say that before the season starts, they don't do it, <laughs> and the offense has some issues. But now that the season's going, I'm going to say it, and and I'm going to say it loud. This was an example of. You are literally getting runners on base, traffic, all the time throughout the whole game. They had some traffic, Rami. I think the only time they went one, two, three was in the first inning. That was it. And that's against a tough customer in, in Hendricks. And he's, you know, look what he did. La- I think it was last year opening day. He damn near threw a no-hitter against him. Sammy's so, got something. Go ahead, Sam. By the way, Tim, you're right. Uh, today they had the leadoff man on base seven of the nine innings today. Seven of the nine, yeah. Two through two through eight. And that – Right there, you do that, and 98 times out of 100, you're going to have far more than four runs in a ball. See, Tim, I'm not saying they won't score more runs. I'm not saying this offense won't be better this year. I think it could. I just – I won't believe it until I see it. And what you're saying makes sense. Like, it it makes baseball sense that – it's a good sign they got. They were getting guys on base. They were leading off innings by getting guys on base. But I don't have the numbers in front of me. Weren't they leaving guys on base constantly last year? Wasn't wasn't that more a problem than getting the hits, getting guys on base? Was leaving them out there and not getting the timely hits? Like we saw this last year, didn't we? We we did to a degree. Yeah, we did. But there's there's a few new faces. I sure. mean, even Rowdy Telez, we're going to see for a, a a big sample size. There's McCutcheon there. There's Hunter Renfro there, and so there's there's some dynamics that have have. Uh, have changed in this. Um, but, you know, they got the ball in play a little bit more today, too. And, and again, we're basing this on one day's offense, but you know, Lorenzo Cain with a, uh, with a uh, get the ball in play, fielder's choice, RBI. Christian Yelich had a, you know, raise your hand if you thought he was going to strike out in a second to last at bat, and he didn't. He got the ball in play, aggressive base running by, by Wong to score the run. So we're seeing the ball in play a little bit more. Victor Caratini, here, and here's my one gripe uh, for Craig Council today. Why didn't you just pinch hit Caratini for Omar? Instead you went with Tyrone Taylor. That, that one I didn't get because you knew once you lifted Omar that 
you know, you, you were going to have to go to Caratini to catch the rest of the game. And Caratini, sure, shooting his, his first at-bat a couple of innings later, ended up with a, an RBI double. I would have went with Caratini right there. And he went with Taylor, and I think he hit into a double plate and, and, and the inning. But against Daniel Norris, of all people. But, guys, if, if you guys want to call in, I want to get your uh, thoughts on, uh, you know, w- what you expect out of this team. And I know that's been talked about a lot with you guys, the expectations mm-hmm. of the team. But what, what to keep in mind is the first week's worth of shows here, I got a little something cooking, Rami. I want to revisit some phone callers' predictions as the season moves along. So here we are on April 7th. So when you call in in this first handful of shows, I'm going to, I'm going to peel the, that audio out, and I'm going to replay those every first of the month just to see who's right and who might be wrong a little bit. So if you, you call in and you say, hey, man, they're going to win 94 games, they're going to go to the NLCS and get bumped out. Good, fine. You can make that prediction, but keep this in mind. You're on record, and we're, we're, we're going to replay that on May 1st, then on June 1st, and we're going to just see how accurate some of our listeners are with their predictions. For me, it's championship season. You know that. Yes, it's always the championship season in Tim Allen's eyes. You, you brought up Christian Yelich, Tim, and I got a feeling, and I'm, this is just going off the, the initial reaction to the end of this game, and literally before the post-game show officially started, while we were still in commercial break from the Rami show to the Gene Wagner Plumbing baseball post-game show, these tweets came in. Yelich is an overpaid bum. What a horrible contract. Uh, Yelich still looking lost at the plate. I know it's the first game of the season, but those ABs looked a lot like the last two years. That's not good. Another one says, glad we are giving a fourth outfielder $26 million a year. I got a, I got a feeling that Brewers fans are on edge about Christian Yelich and are not yeah. going to have a lot of patience for this dude to get off to a slow start and try to find that bat again. No, you're right, and and they should be on edge. I would say, mm, come August. You're giving him till I August. Think, I think Bucks fans are going to have a hard time August. giving this guy till August. Him. No, yeah, I know. I know a lot of people will, but you got to give him every ounce of rope here, all of it. You got to give him all all of it. Once it starts to fray a little bit, you give him the little stragglers. You give him everything you can. I know, you know, look, if, fast forward four years of this deal, five years of this deal, okay, that's an easy decision. But right now you, you're forced to stay with him because the rewards are so worth it. Again, he's going to be a better hitter because there's hitters around him. There are more legitimate hitters around him now, I think, than, you know, in, in the past year or so for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back a couple of years with the Grandals and Moustakas, maybe we could talk about that, and maybe that has helped. But now he's back to that, and I think that's going to help. Um, but you can't uh, edge, maybe, maybe leaning in that direction. I, th- I think, Rami, you might be right, that they're a little on edge about him. It's the rolling over to, to the right side of the diamond. And, again, let's keep in mind, if they remove the shift for next year, do we want some of these dead pull hitters to readjust what they've been doing their entire life? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the shift is going to be gone next year, and now you've got to readjust what you just changed? That's another thing to consider. And it was, you know, on my list here of things to talk about later on this year. 
But if the shift does go away, Rami, you, this guy, you, you, want him, you want Colton Wong to change from a dead pull hitter? He's been doing this for seven years. Right. No, I, mean, I, don't, so, think, I don't think many guys are going to change their approach or their strategy because they are who they are at this point. Yeah, and, and it's only going to help them. Their, their numbers are going to go up once that shift is gone. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, being a little on edge, and I think it's more of the, the eye test more than the numbers almost. You know what I mean? It's, it's like when he shakes his head and, and when he looks lost and when he's just flailing at a pitch and when he's just, you know, topping a ball straight down. So many balls in the ground, time. Tim. So many balls in the ground off his bat. So many, and there were two today. Now they were they were laced a little bit. I mean, they weren't scalded, but they were they were squared up a little bit. So that that might be encouraging. But uh, it's it's a good movie to watch, and and we don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna come out. We don't know how the movie ends. And I'm just saying, you got to give him months. I didn't really. I, but but you do know the first thing they're gonna do is move him down. Yes. Okay. So until that happens. You know, nothing nothing major is going to happen after that until they move him down. You know, I didn't realize this till yesterday, Tim, and I saw a tweet from uh, Stephen Watson from Channel 12, who does the sports over there. When when they signed Yelich to the, to the contract, they bought out three years of team control and then added seven years to it and gave, gave him the 10-year deal. This is the first year in 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 what is essentially effectively Christian Yelich's new contract like this is the first of 7 years that you gave this guy to be the centerpiece of your of your franchise and of your lineup and it's it, it so far does not look like he is that dude well I mean you're talking last year and the year before or are you talking today well this is the first year in the in like the new in what they added on to what he this is the first right. year in the seven new years that they gave to Christian Yelich so that and it doesn't that doesn't change anything it just kind of puts it in perspective of what the Brewers signed up for when they got this guy and kind of drives home the point of the fact they need they need him to turn it around they they do and um I would just I would just say this that for those that that keep saying he's oh you know, he's going to go back to being Christian he's going to go back to being Christian first you have to define that what what is he is he going to go back to being MVP he may never go back to that but that doesn't mean he's not successful he may go back to going 285 on base of 352 he hits uh, you know 30 homers 29 homers and knocks in 88 runs again if, if we're going to compare it to the money. Uh, maybe not worth that money, but still a really damn good baseball player. That's where I think he'll get back to, and yeah. I think it's this year. Any other bre- any other Brewers thoughts before we let you go, Timmy? Yeah, um, yeah, just the one Craig Council gaffe in there. But I'm always going to find something with Counts. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that's just fun to talk about. But man, I wish I could be there, Rami. I'm telling you, my heart is breaking not talking Brewers baseball this opening day. It's a championship season. And I, I, I promise you I will do everything I can to get on the air tomorrow. I promise you. Well, we, we know you uh, will do everything you can, Timmy, and you'll be back behind this mic as soon as possible. Man, appreciate you jumping on, even though you weren't feeling the best today and uh, talking some brews here. I know the listeners happy to hear from you, too. Thanks, Ron. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you, Timmy. We'll talk again soon. All right. There's Tim Allen joining me on. 
The Great Midwest Bank Hotline of Applying for a Home Renovation Loan has you feeling anxious. Breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of bankability. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Like I literally, literally my first thought was not about Rami today when I heard Tim was going to be out. That's rare. That's rare. <laughs> my first thought. It's not about myself. You know what I mean? Big selfish. Exactly. Normally, I get that text, and I'm like, man, come on. I was going to go have a beer at 4 o'clock. You know what I mean? And this guy's got to hear about it all afternoon (laughs) while I'm stuck here in the studio. Granted, I love doing baseball postgame shows with Tim, but all day I got to hear, oh, it's supposed to have an update. Not even supposed to be here. Right, exactly. No, but, I mean, you know that man. Did yeah. everything in his power Absolutely. to try to make today. My heart, my heart breaks for Tim more than it does for me today. If that, if that's possible, I'm, I care more about other people sometimes than I do myself. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm in for Tim Allen today on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show as the Brewers fall to the Cubs five to four out there at Wrigley Field. You heard Tim. He'd like your predictions, your expectations for these teams. He wants to pull those, play them back later in the season as things play out. And uh, just take your reaction to the game. And do you think it's fair to ask the pitching to carry the load that it did last year? 414-799-1250. Tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan and get in on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Hey, what's going on? It's Tim Allen. The 2022 Milwaukee Brewers have their sights set on making the postseason for the fifth consecutive year. Will it finally be the championship season for the crew? We're talking Brewers baseball. After the last pitch, make the switch to the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game. On 1250 AM, The Fan, Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food, awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am not the franchise tim allen we did just hear from timmy under the weather he's gonna do his best to get back here for game two of the 2022 championship season tomorrow i'm robbie mackloff in for tim sam schmitz on the other side of the glass taking your reaction to a brewers 5-4 loss also want to know i'm sorry say that again sam i was just about to do that i was just doing a little just a little setup nice just a little setup you never know 5-4 loss tim would like to hear your expectations for this team this season so he can play those back later in the year. And also, do you think it's fair to expect the pitching to carry the load that they carried last year for this baseball team? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet the show at 1250 AM. The fan. This portion of the Rami Show, this is that read Sam wanted me to do. Brought to you by News Nation. If you're looking for real news, News Nation is new and different. News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. Here, you get all sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation News for all America. I'll get your calls and your tweets in just one second. Time It, it is time, though, to look uh, inside the box. Maybe you're just leaving the office or the workplace. You didn't see how things broke down today. For the Brewers, Colton Wong, just one hit and his five at-bats. He goes one for five, did score a run, and struck out once. Willie Adamas, two for five, two strikeouts. Christian Yelich goes 0 for three on the day, did reach base on a walk, also had one strikeout and one RBI on the day on a sacrifice fly. Andrew McCutcheon in his Brewers debut, he goes two for five with a run scored. Rowdy Tellez, two for four for the crew today, one run scored. He did strike out twice. Hunter Renfro goes one for four as well with a strikeout to boot Omar Narvaez. He uh, did not have a plate appearance today. 
Also, uh, Lorenzo Cain goes one for three. He had two RBI, a run scored, and a strikeout. And Jace Peterson, 0 for 1 with a walk as well. Pitching lines, Corbin Burns goes five innings, four hits, three runs, all earned, struck out four, and walked three. Burns did not look like he had his best stuff today. He was he was struggling to find his control, and especially with that cutter, but battled through and, and, and put up a pretty decent line at the end of the day and kept the Brewers in position to, to stay in this game and try and win it. Ash be out of the bullpen one and two thirds three hits one run he struck out one and walked one and jake cousins out of the bullpen as well one and a third one hit one run it was earned two strikeouts on the day as well let's get your calls in 414-799-1250 tweet the show at 1250 a.m the fan nate on the north side is going to lead things off on the gene wagner plumbing baseball post game show what's up nate what's good robbie you um I'm not. I'm not going to touch on Christian Christian Yellis today. Uh, I'm going to give him some time uh, because he looked terrible at the plate today. I'm just not going to touch on him. Um, but what I am going to touch on is the approach by everybody at the plate. Um, it looked like earlier in the game they were they were being aggressive, and then like later on in the game, as the relievers started to come in, they started taking pitches, and it's like um, they were taking pitches like down the middle. Uh, Hittable pitches, they're fouling them off, and I'm and I was just confused on like what they were looking for as far as as far as their approach at the plate. Like they were putting balls in play, and they had and they had rally. They had times where they could they could have really busted the game open, and then it'll be like a guy will take a fastball right down the middle of the plate and just watch it, and then swing at something just way out of the zone. Um, I guess you got to give credit to the Chicago pitchers um, a little bit because they 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 didn't very they didn't look very well when it uh, when it was time to show up. And then um, one thing I do want to say about Craig Council is after Chris Kester here has been swinging the bat very well all through spring training. Um, I get he can't play really play third base, but why not pinch hit him for Jace and let him let him get a swing instead of putting Brasso in right away and not using Keston here at all in this game. He's been swinging the bats very well. I feel like you can at least add water him with an at-bat, and maybe he put a ball over the fence, put a ball in play or something like that. I, I'm not – nothing against Brasso's, but Keston here was swinging the bat very well, and for him not to get in that bat today um, when, he, when you could have used – what he was doing all spring is kind of baffling to me. And to answer your question, no, it is not fair for us to think that the Brewers pitching is going to carry the team because it's still early. They they didn't have a full spring training. Um, these, this first month is going to be rough. First two months probably is going to be rough. And for the offense has to carry them for a little while, mm-hmm. and then it can be a team effort uh, all the way to the playoffs. That's for me. Nate, appreciate the call, man. Great stuff. A lot of, lot of great points you bring up. On on the pinch hitter decision, and Tim said earlier, if you don't know what happened, pulled Omar Narvaez, pinch hit with Tyrone Taylor, and then brought Victor Caratini in to catch. And Tim said, why not just go to Caratini? Why not just use him as, as your pinch hitter instead of burning two guys there in that spot? You heard Nate said, why don't you go to Keston Hira as the pinch hitter there? thing is this, 
yes, Keston Hira had a I get I get what Tim is saying about not burning two guys, but I, I think the thought process to counter both Tim and Nate's points about who you put in there to pinch hit at that point of the game is now now with the DH being universal, I think and I, I could I could learn otherwise as the season goes on because I don't have a ton of experience in watching and analyzing and breaking down and second-guessing managerial decisions with games that include a designated hitter. It's just not what I've been watching most of my life. Seen more of it since interleague play and everything, but I think this is going to be a learning process for me and a lot of other people. But I think the way that it works now is it's it's less about the chess pieces and moving this guy around and moving that guy around. And it's more just about who's my best bat off the, who's my number one bat off the bench. Okay. I burn that guy. Who's my number two bat off the bench. Okay. Burn that guy. Who's my number three bat off the bench. All right. Burn that guy. And yes, Keston Hira had a hot spring. That doesn't automatically put him at the top of the pecking order as the first bat off the bench when he's not starting. Tyrone Taylor earned that last year with the season that he had. It makes it makes total sense for me to send Tyrone Taylor out there to pinch hit when you need a hit than it does to send out a Keston Hira or 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 even a Victor Caratini. I, I don't have any problem with the decision that Craig Council made. Tyrone Taylor is your best bat off the bench until until proven otherwise. Sam, you agree with me on that? Tyrone Taylor is your best bat off the bench and the first guy you're going to go to in more cases than not. I think it's better. I, I agree with you. I think it's better to go with what you know rather than what you think. Right. And we think Keston Hira would translate from spring training, but we don't know that. We do know that Tyrone Taylor was your best bat off the bench last year, aside from Jace Peterson when he had to come in and play. But yeah, if it's not Jace, then I think Tyrone Taylor has still earned that right. Didn't didn't Keston Hira have a pretty good spring last year too? Am I misremembering? I can't remember that. Far I think back. he did have a good spring last year. So to, to just think he's going to be the first guy that Craig Council calls on when you need yourself a pinch hitter, I don't think I don't think is realistic, man. The guy has to get back to that status, and he's going to get his chances. Keston here is going to get his chances in the starting lineup. He'll get his chances off the bench to show that he maybe deserves a little bit a little bit more. But until he earns it, I, I'm I'm going with Tyrone Taylor and maybe a couple other guys before I go to a Keston Hira. I'm not I'm not putting that much stock in spring training. Brewers lose to the Cubs today 5 to 4 the final. What are your expectations for this team? Do you think it's fair to expect the pitching to carry the load that it carried last year? And any other thoughts you have after the 5-4 loss? 414-799-1250. You can tweet the show at 1250 AM the fan and get in on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies right here on 1250 AM the fan. <laughs> So Gene Wagner, plumbing, baseball, post-game show presented by Jim Dandies, Rami Makhlouf, and for Tim Allen here on opening day. Timmy, under the weather, we heard from him earlier. He's going to do everything he can to get back here for game two of the 2022 championship season for your Milwaukee Brewers. You want to react to the 5-4 loss to the Cubs today? We're here for you. Also, Tim would like to know your expectations for the season. He'll play those throughout the season as we remember back to how things started. Also, I want to know, do you think it's fair to ask the, the, the pitching to carry the load that it did last year? 
for this Brewers squad. 414-799-1250, or you can tweet the show at 1250 AM. Uh, Dr. Chaz tweets it. Man, pe- I, dude, it's going to be rough for Christian Yelich with Brewers fans if he doesn't if he gets off to a slow start, Sam. I just wonder all these comments that we're getting about Yelly. I just remember or I wonder what people would be saying if he had a good game today. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be like, he's fixed. Right. It's all good. Nothing to worry about here. Dr. Chaz tweets and Yelich is the worst contract in Wisconsin sports history. Jeez. In Wisconsin sports history. Packer fan 85 tweets in in response to some of the Yelich hate says, are you concerned with Burns? Me? No. Just like Yelich, it's only game one. If we're seeing this into May, then yeah, but it's not fair to place the blame for the blame for this game solely on Yelich when there's lots of blame to go around. You can't compare him to Burns, though, man. No. Corbin Burns is coming off two real good seasons. Christian Yelich is coming off two real bad seasons. I, I mean, well, it could have been worse today, though. Sure. <laughs> like he had an RBI. Like we yeah, it could have been worse. We would have been so happy last year if he would have just gotten an RBI in most of these games. Yeah. Brewers fans would have taken that if he would just, in, in certain times, come up with a sack fly it's RBI one, like he guys. did. It is game one, and I'm not saying it's not overreaction, Sam. I'm just saying I get where it's coming from. There's a lot riding on Christian Yelich, man. If this team is going to be what David Stearns envisioned when he put this thing together, as he's been putting this thing together, because it's never a final product, it's gonna have to it's gonna have to rely on that guy figuring it out and finding his bat wherever it is. Let's go to court in Tosa. Court, you're on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What up, man? Them boys. Them boys. Them boys. Hey, look. First and foremost, much love to my boy Tim Allen. I hope he's feeling better. I know this is his love and his life and his passion. And missing this opening day game is killing him inside. And, Court, I know he's listening and he heard that and he appreciates it, man. And as far as this Christian Yellich thing goes, I'm so frustrated with this dude. But you know what? If if Tim says we have to give him some leash, yeah, I'm a ride, I'm a ride with my boy. But other than that, so when Tim starts to panic, you start to panic about Christian yeah, Yelich. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride his way. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm so as far as today's game go, I'm not even upset about the effort the Brewers gave today. I thought it was a real good game, uh, pitching and hitting. It was. I think it was just one pitch by our boy Cousins. One pitch that, that got them back over the edge. And uh, other than that, I think we still playing ball. But you got to give it up to the Cubs, right? Opening day. Mm-hmm. They feeling themselves. They're at home. Good for you guys. But look, I know where we're going to be at the end of the season. <laughs> and I know where you're going to be. And guess what? You may have won today. So guess what? Let's play another one tomorrow and then see what happens. There you go, Court. And that is – oh, go ahead, man. Boys, finish finish up. Them, them boys are going to reign supreme, and here's my prediction. I predict NLCS or bust. They're making it at least to the NLCS is what Court is predicting. NLCS or bust. Court, appreciate the call, man. Long time no talk. It's great hearing hey, from you. Them boys, baby. Them boys, Court. Them There's boys. Court and Tosa yeah. dialing it up. At 414-799-1250. 
I don't think most people are going to be as patient as Tim Allen or follow his lead on the Christian Yelich thing, man. I just don't. And like I said, I'm not saying you're not over. I'm not saying you're overreacting or not overreacting. I'm just saying I see where it's coming from. I understand where it's coming from. Dude, can you imagine? And it's not the same thing. They're two very different sports. And one of these guys has a far greater impact on winning, even when they're both at the top of their game. One of these guys has a far greater impact on winning than the other does. But Sam, could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers was having the equivalent of of Christian Yelich type seasons for two years running and you were locked into a contract for that dude for the next seven years? You know what I mean? No, I couldn't because I mean we're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback talent wise to ever play the game. And that would just be unacceptable in football because the man is touching the ball every time. Every time. His his success is dependent on whether or not you win or lose. So in football that'd be much more drastic and especially like even if Giannis had I don't even I couldn't even fathom Giannis having a Christian Yelich type of moment. In his I didn't career. want to do that. I didn't want to bring up that hypothetical. But if we're doing Rogers, we gotta do Giannis sure. too. Yeah, I just didn't want to because that hurts to think about that. That really, really hurts to think well, about that. This is your fault. I mean, you put the Rogers seat in my head. That's true. So Monson tweets fair. LOL. You think the pitchers are going out there thinking, ugh, I gotta go carry the offense again. No, they want that responsibility. It's also their job. The real question we need to be asking is how long is the leash on Yelich this year before it's time to move on? Man, I'm telling you right now, pitchers will tell you every time we don't care how many runs they score for us. We're just gonna go out there and do our job. That dude, that is added weight, added pressure on these guys that they'd rather not have. To go out there every time thinking you need to be perfect is a lot to ask of these guys. And also, I'm not even saying is it fair like for their psyche or their confidence or whatever 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 mojo or mentality they have to take out there on the mound. I'm I'm saying more is is that a fair expectations in the sense that is it realistic? Like I said yesterday on the show, I had Tim Allen I had Dan Plesak of MLB Network. I had Cody Decker of Down the Line and a million other shows talking about baseball on Odyssey. And I had Will Salmon. And I asked all four of them, do you think as good as Brewers pitching was last year that maybe just maybe Brewers fans should expect a little bit of regression this year? This was Dan Plesak's answer yesterday on the Rami Show right here on 1250 AM The Fan. Oh, wait. No, I thought I had it loaded, and I don't. I'll have it here in just one sec. This is what Dan Plesak said yesterday when I asked him, should we expect some regression from Brewers pitching this year? I don't see any regression. I think, if anything, I think they're going to get it better. Wow. I just think Corbin Burns is terrific. I'm a big Woodruff fan. Eric Lauer from the left side, I don't think him they beat him close to seeing the best that he has. Freddie Fastball, Freddie Peralta throws that invisible fastball. It's 95, but guys swing at it like it's 98 to 100. And I'm a big fan of Hauser. This guy's a big, strong guy that has good stuff. They have the best starting pitching in baseball. And I know the Dodgers, the last couple of years, they're, they want to argue that Walker Bueller is terrific. Clayton Kershaw has had a decent spring training. But nobody in the National League comes close to having the pitching that the Brewers do. Not only are they good, they're deep. They've got a mix of guys that Corbin Burns throws a lot of cutters and hard fastballs that cut. Woodruff, more of a conventional, over-the-top, four-seam fastball guy. 
Hauser has great stuff. So does Peralta. And I'm a big fan of Lauer. I think eventually he's going to be a top three guy in that rotation. That was Dan Plesak of MLB Network yesterday on the Rami Show. And Tim said something similar. Cody Decker said something similar that, no, I expect them maybe to be even better than what we saw last year. But Will Salmon of The Athletic was the one guy who conceded that, yeah, man, maybe Brewers pitching isn't as good this year. And maybe they do need to score a few more runs to to win as many games as we all expect them to win. And it's not a knock on any of those guys or to say it was a fluke or it was fool's gold or anything like that. It's just, man, that's kind of how this game goes. When things are extremely good, you can almost assume that they're going to turn around and and be better. And when things are extremely bad, you you can well when things are extremely good you can expect things to take a turn for the worse and when things are extremely bad you can expect them to take a turn for the better and maybe that gives you some hope about Christian Yelich but also when it comes to the pitching man there there's almost there's almost bound to be some balancing of the scales and that doesn't even mean completely falling off the face of the earth it just means some balancing of the scales and coming back down to earth for this pitching staff and if that happens According to the Macloff theorem, Sam, according to the Macloff theorem, if the Brews give up more runs this year, what are they going to need to do to win baseball games? Score less. Score more. If they give up more, I always get it wrong. They have to it's score so more. simple, but I always get it wrong. <laughs> you overthink it. You're like, know. oh, damn. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, he's he's asking me about the Macloff theorem again. It's so stupid that you start to think about it, and you're like, this is tougher than I'm probably assuming it is. But no, it's really as simple as it sounds. Give up more runs, you need to score more runs to win. It's the Makloff theorem. Let's go to J-Mo in Bayview. You're on the Rami Show. Oh, no, this is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What's up, J-Mo? It's sad that Tim I ain't here, but it's a treat to talk to Rami. Well, thank you, J-Mo. One of the great pastimes of our great pastime, trying to predict the future on opening day based on one game. It's fun, isn't it? Uh-huh. Ain't it? Man, bring on every drunken Nostradamus. <laughs> are you a drunken Nostradamus today, or are you a sober Nostradamus today? I, I am enjoying an apple, and I've been healthy all day. So, well, there you go. Yes, Good for you, I'm Gemma. not drunken at all. Good for you. And, 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 and my sobriety brings clarity, which tells me that you can't read jack squat nothing out of a baseball season for the first two weeks. That's probably fair. That's pro- that's probably a good reasonable amount of time to give before you make any real judgments or cast aspersions on your baseball team. At least two weeks. So everybody just slam on the brakes. Yelich is not going to hit for, you know 128 necessarily. Calm down. <laughs> Jmo, I appreciate the call, and I agree. I also understand where you're coming from. If you're already upset and panicking about Christian Yelich, Salvador tweets in. He's just killing Christian Yelich today. This is his fourth tweet about Christian Yelich, I think. Brewers are paying Yelich $26 million a year for seven more years. Pitching will have to carry the team with his boat anchor contract. I, I Man, I, I disagree with it, but I get it. I get why you're already worried about Christian Yelich before this thing has even really started to get going. Because you kind of need that guy to be that guy. You almost do. 
Let's hear from Craig Council right after this. Scoop from the Skipper next on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies. Rami in for Tim on 1250 AM The Fan and your Odyssey app. Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the Skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. Brewers fall to the Cubs this afternoon, 5-4, to four, the final out at Wrigley Field on opening day 2022 of the Brewers championship season, as Tim Allen would surely be calling it if he were sitting here talking into this microphone. Tim Allen, though, under the weather, Rami Makhlouf in for Tim this afternoon. We got Sam Schmitz on the other side of the glass. Still time to take your calls at 414-799-1250. Tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. If you want to react to the game, you want to give us your expectations for the season and answer the question, do you think it's fair to ask the Brewers pitching to carry the load that it did last year? 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. And uh, also here for your Christian Yelich overreactions after one game of 162-game season. But it is time to get the scoop from the skipper. Let's head down to Wrigley Field and hear what manager Craig Council had to say after the 5-4 loss to those Cubs. Here's Craig Council, courtesy of Bally Sports Wisconsin, after the 5-4 loss to the Chicago Cubs. It was, and not not the outcome that you want, but that was a, a good baseball game, man. Like, a, a well, well-played, not not a lot of errors and a lot of action on the bases. It, all, this, all, this, all the runs weren't scored via the home run. A lot of back and forth between the two teams it, it was a really if you were out at the ballpark today you got your money's worth over the course of those nine innings from the Brewers and the Cubs and obviously you want you want to walk away with the win and you want the desired outcome but as far as entertainment value of nine innings of baseball not a bad way to start off the the 2022 season yeah you would have liked to get the dub but still not a bad way to start off the season he talked a lot about Corbin Burns there and the struggles that he had throughout the day. Again, his line, five innings pitched, four hits, three runs, four strikeouts, and three walks. And Sam, how many innings in a row when we had Tam, Tim on? How many innings in a row did you say that Corbin Burns let the let the leadoff runner get on? Do you, do you still no, have that? No, it was the Brewers got the leadoff man on base. Oh, it was the Brewers who got the they leadoff They got man. them on seven of nine innings today. Okay. Pretty much everything except for the first and the ninth inning. Okay. I misremembered what you said earlier. But... The Cubs are getting the leadoff hitter on a lot as well. And Corbin Burns just didn't – he didn't have his best stuff and didn't have the control that we got used to seeing Corbin Burns have last year. But, I mean, that's that's going to happen. It, again, it's opening day. And this this was the same thing I was saying after the Packers lost their opener. Like, it's not, it's not, the, it's not the outcome that you wanted, and this isn't the blowout that that was. But it's also nothing to panic about or worry about, and it feels – a lot worse. Like you look at Corbin Burns and you go, "Damn, man!" You look at Christian Yelich and you're completely panicking over that. It it feels worse because there's so much anticipation and you've been waiting for this Brewers season to start. Nothing at all to worry about with Corbin Burns. I, with Christian Yelich, I've said throughout the show today, I kind of get where you're coming from. If if you watched him today and you were like, "Man, damn, same old Christian Yelich," I get that. I think it's an overreaction a little bit, but I get it because of. What's led to this point? With Corbin Burns, absolutely nothing to worry about there. He's going to have those games. He had those games last year. There's just there's a spotlight on it. There's a magnifying glass on it because it is opening day and all the anticipation and optimism that goes into that. If you are wondering, though, mm-hmm. uh, Burns let the leadoff man on three of his five innings pitched. And that, that'll burn most pitchers more than it did Corbin Burns today. 
if I he finally paid for it in in the fifth inning and and you heard Craig Council talking about it making a bad pitch with with runners on to uh, who was it? Drawing a blank right now. Their second baseman. He said the net. No, their their shortstop. Uh, Nico Horner. Made a bad pitch to Nico Horner, and he made him pay, which is going to happen at the major league level. Still time to take your calls, 414-799-1250, or tweet the show at 1250 the fan On the subject of whether or not it's fair to ask the Brewers pitching to carry the load that it did last year, Patrick says, what choice do they have? Offensively, the Brewers lack star power. They have a lot of 240 to 260 type hitters. They don't have a Freddie Freeman or Juan Soto, Yelich needs to be 330 home runs in order for this offense to really go. I saw somebody else say Christian Yelich needs to be around 300 by Memorial Day. And Sam, you and I have been sitting here, and, and Tim, here is that tweet. It's from Frank. It says, Yelich needs an, in for, an intervention. He obviously has not been the same since he broke his kneecap in 2019. At $26 million a year, he better be near 300 by Memorial Day. We're all saying, like, even with the last two years being what they were, let's give Christian Yelich a chance. Let's not overreact. Let's not panic from one game. And I, I think that's that's the right approach to take. What is the, the, the bar that you're setting and the deadline that you're setting for when you go, oh, man, I think this is, I think this is Christian Yelich all over again? All right. So I was just thinking about this because that last comment got me. He said they need to be, what, 330 yes, home runs? He needs runs? to be at 300. Well, one caller said 330 home runs by the end of the season is what you're going to need from Christian Yelich. The tweet I just read said he needs to have that average up around 300 by Memorial Day. The man was hitting 248 and had nine home runs. This team won the NL Central last year. Like, this team, it's uh, the offense isn't great. It's not the L.A. Dodgers. But trust me, if Christian Yelich is still batting poorly, they will figure it out. It'll be... Okay, now whether or not they get far enough to the playoffs, that's a whole different story. But just relax. Take a chill pill. It's okay. It's one game. Uh, as far as Christian Yell's expectations for 2022, what I expect, I would say about 270, 275-ish, 280 batting average and all that. Okay. I really don't think the home runs are going to be there this year, even if he somehow turns it around and it looks like he is having a good season. I just don't, I think pitchers have kind of figured him out at this point. And this, that's just another factor of him struggling is that you have the kneecap, you have the back, you have all the mental stuff. But I do think at this point, too, like pitchers realize how to pitch him. So I think he's trying to combat that, too. Oh, you think he's been found out? You A little bit, he's been yeah. figured out? Yeah, absolutely. A little bit, especially after his two MV, you know, MVP caliber seasons. Um, but home runs, I mean, I, I'm good enough. If I get Silver Slugger, Miami Marlin, Chris Rignalich, I'm good with that. So the home runs, I don't really care about. I think 20... Home runs is an okay expectation. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but give me 275, 280, and 20 home runs, and that's good. See, it, it doesn't have to be home runs, but I need to see some slug from Christian Yelich. I need to see some extra base hits. I, I need to, you, you said a batting average of 275. I'm not even that worried about, about batting average. I'm more worried about his, his slugging percentage. Well, and you asked me about the average. Right. What I was just asking, like, what is your bar? It doesn't okay. have to be average. Just whatever. What is your standard? What are you looking for? And by when before you go, oh, man, this is this is what we've been seeing from this guy. I need I need like I need like an 850 OPS from Christian Yelich because man, I'm going to I'm going to scream this till I'm blue in the face. Last year when the Brewers weren't scoring runs, people were going, "Need more small ball. Why don't you bunt? 
Why is everybody swinging for the fences? What is this fascination with launch angle? Blah, blah, blah. And I would, I would tell you then and I'll tell you now. That ain't the problem. The problem was not enough slug, not enough pop. Not enough big hits. It wasn't that they couldn't get the sack fly when they needed or they couldn't lay down the bunt when they needed or move runners along. That's not how you score runs in Major League Baseball in 2022. They needed more pop. They needed more home runs. It's not. It wasn't the only problem that they had. We talked earlier about how they were too passive with, with balls in the strike zone. Too many strikeouts, even in an era of strikeouts. They struggled against lefties. But ultimately, it came down to not enough balls flying over walls. So I think you and I are on the same page. I'm just looking at his career log. Yeah. And I said about 275, 20 home runs. You said you wanted an 850, yeah, 860 850 OPS. OPS. Yeah, He had a 860 OPS in 2016 when he won the Silver Slugger with Miami. And he had 20, 21 home runs, but he did bat for 298. So I think we are, like, we're pretty much talking about the same level. Same of expectation. season. Right. Yeah. Last year, the Brewers... As a team, slugged 396. That was 24th in the majors. Their hard hit rate was 38.2%. That was mediocre, middle of the pack, 17th in the majors. Their barrel rate was 7.6%. That was 21st in the majors. They weren't hitting the baseball hard enough and far enough. And a big part of the reason why that was happening was because your, your guy that you paid to be an MVP candidate was hitting the ball into the ground more than half the time. They need more pop and more slug from Christian Yelich in the middle of that lineup. We've heard a couple people today talk already talk about, including Tim Allen, moving him down in the order as the season goes on. Man, I know it's hard to do with $26 million or whatever his contract is today with the extension kicking in this year. With the depth that they have at outfield in the outfield, I'm and I said this last year in the playoffs. Christian Yelich might be your fourth or fifth outfielder, man. At some point this season, if he doesn't figure it out, and the depth that they have out there, Christian Yelich might be your fourth or your fifth outfielder. Is that crazy, Sam? To demote him and have him coming off the bench at some point this year if he doesn't get this thing turned around? I don't know if I'd bench him. But I would certainly, I understand if people want to bench him. I At think least if you, wrote- I think if you think it's a good idea to bench him, okay. But I, in my opinion, man, like if you bench that guy, the guy's already going through mental wars right now in, the, in his head. If you bench him, it's just going to get even worse. He's probably cooked at that point. Right. You can't, from, an, from a baseball player, you can't recover from that if you get benched and all that. And it's not going to help because they're just going to give him less at bats to try to figure it out. I think moving him down. Okay, like if you want to do that, makes the most most sense. But we already did that last year; nothing changed. Right. So why do it again and put that guy like, oh, here we go, counts is going to move me around in the order again. Here we go again. Just keep him there, man. I know it sounds crazy; it might get some flack for it. Just keep him there. Got a couple of more minutes, and we've been taking your calls, we've been taking your tweets. We're this is this is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, but we we've, we've been kicking around a new segment we want to do on the Rami show. And we're going to give it a test run here in the final couple minutes of this fine program. And it's uh, what's Facebook saying? Oh man, Rami. What's Facebook saying about the day's discussion on the Rami show on the Gene Wagner plumbing baseball post game show and on 1250 AM the fan Sam, what's Facebook saying? Robert sell the team. Matt says, great at bat, Yelich. 
<laughs> Jamie says, boo. <laughs> Yelich, this is from DJ, Yelich in mid-season form, dot, 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 <laughs> swinging at pitches in the dirt, dot, dot, dot. What is with you people in ellipses? I use them a lot, too. I use them in text a lot. I'm sure you've Relax. noticed that Nobody needs me. that. That's, That's yeah, what old people do. You're probably right. When we need to, when we need him to be clutch, dot, 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 Matt, <laughs> hashtag Dunn Club. <laughs> Oh man, we got, we got more. Done club. Yep, we got more. It's day one, man. God, Facebook All is right. such an angry place. We're not done yet, Rami. Scott. Yelich will not be a brewer by year's end if he doesn't step it up to the plate. I hope I'm wrong. Thomas replied to Scott, said, "Where the f is he going to do that with that bloated contract? I don't know." I'm a fan, not an agent, <laughs> says Scott in reply to Thomas. I love a good Facebook fight, boy. We actually got some good comments here, so give me a sec. I got to keep okay. scrolling here. All right. down we get, no, 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 no. Oh, we got okay. a couple more. We got a couple right. more. This one's from John. Figures, dot, dot, dot. No clutch hitting. Once again, ellipsis, exception, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yelich? I guess the foot injury destroyed his hitting. It was actually a knee injury, but okay. Another one. Kevin Dunclub. And we'll end it on this one. Damn, dude. Steven says, Hamlet is less of a tragedy than Yelich in clutch situations post-2019. Change my mind. Hamlet is less of a tragedy. That's a new segment you're going to be hearing on The Robbie Show. What's Facebook saying? And it's always going to be, is there an angrier place on this planet than Facebook.com? Yeah, if, if you're wondering why the music, it's because uh, every comment on Facebook just seems to be at the level 10 frustration. <laughs> Dude, two people in the Dunn Club on the first day of the season? Relax, I mean, They may man. be sarcastic at the Dunn Club, but I just I had to bring it up. Everybody calm down. Everybody settle down. It's going to be okay. There's still a lot of baseball left to be played Ooh. despite the 5-4 loss today to the Chicago Cubs. What's up? Can I get the music one more time? Oh, yeah, one we sec. One really good one. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, Rami. <laughs> Michael says, Christina Yelich oh, is the whoa. biggest waste of money since Teddy Higuera. I what? said what I said. <laughs> Threw the Christina in there. That's clever. Wow. That guy's creative right there. <laughs> That's going to about do it for us here on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Thanks to Tim for joining us. Hopefully he's back tomorrow for Game 2 of the 2022 championship season. And thanks to y'all for listening and contributing to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. I've been Rami Makhlouf in for Tim Allen and for Sam Schmitz saying, Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.